0: listening to another great podcast in the Mymac podcasting network.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the show where we take a wander around the week in Apple, Apple news, reviews, technology, associated products and all sorts of other things that catch our eye. This is another episode of the Essential Apple
2: Podcast Morning. Uh right. Sit wrap 737 and I've made it to my wave loading time with three minutes twenty-seven seconds to spare. Yeah, <laughs> Talk about cutting it close to the wire. And once again, something failed me. Uh it didn't really tell me if I was supposed to go through a park or not. Um and I was just sort of thinking, oh well at least I know the way back, but I don't because the end is the complete other side of London in the mall or the mall as you'll call it in um in that there London town uh what's the word, accent. Oh so yeah, the gentleman's kicking in a bit. Uh it's literally as far as the eye can see there is a line of cyclists. There's a lot of people here. A huge, huge amount of people. Um, I've only been cut up once or twice so that's going to be good. And a guy that I was riding here with said, uh, that be careful because it's all mixed ability. So you get people going up hills who decide that they're going to stop uh, and instead of like pulling over and going on the left, so just get out of the way of people. Uh, they just stop dead. Um, there's been a few accidents, and apparently here's a statistic for you: during today's event, all of the all of the air ambulances in London will be in the sky. So yeah, right. So 7:39, they've closed the gates, uh, and now I've got to wait till 8:28. Uh, so I'm going to update you in a bit.
1: Hello, it's me, Simon, as Mark's off in that there London, doing a 100 mile cycle ride. And by now I should think he's probably, hopefully, three quarters of the way through and probably three quarters shagged out. But in his stead, I have with me the renowned Carl Madden.
0: (laughs) Hello, Simon. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Thank you very much, Carl. And, uh, of course, you know that it's all your fault, don't you? It's your fault that I am here doing this podcast. What? Couldn't you think of an excuse quick enough then or something? I mean, what? (laughs)
0: There
1: we go. Well, and how are you doing, mate? How are you doing?
0: I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I've had a a weekend mostly involving beer and curry, so I'm exceptionally well at the moment. Oh, well, that's always good, isn't it? Beer and curry. You can't really beat a
1: weekend of beer and curry Uh, unless you're unless you're dougie who likes running up mountains in the blazing sun or mark who of course apparently likes doing mad cycling but we we all
0: have our different versions of challenges mine's liquid (laughs) consumption (laughs)
1: indeed so you are of course the host of the mac and forth show where uh (laughs) <laughs> your own version of the madness that is this show. And, of course, you co-founded this show, didn't you?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I, I I got Mark to change the name because he was, like, differing about it for so long <laughs> when it used to be called Essential Apple. No, Essential Mac, wasn't it? Yeah, back in the day.
1: Yeah, Essential Mac. And, of course, he started the podcast under the title uh, Rampant Mumblings. That's it. But that was I when he it. was out walking the dogs.
0: That's it. <laughs>
1: But well, that's all in the past, and you do yours, and somehow or other, I've ended up on here doing this. That's so. that, yeah,
3: it all works out, <laughs> doesn't it?
1: It all works out in the end. It all works out. So, um, this week we do actually have a bit of Apple news, don't we, Carl? We've got. It's uh...
0: always oh. Apple news. Are you are you not <laughs> one of these shows that says, "Oh, there's no news this week"?
1: Well, we sometimes say we say there's sometimes say there's no news worth talking about. That's a different matter, isn't it?
3: Well,
0: I could say so, that every day about the general news. <laughs> On the BBC and stuff, you know.
1: Well, that is true. There is, there is sometimes no news worth talking about, <laughs> <laughs> depending on your point of view. Uh, we don't tend to do anything about that iPhone uh, eight. We don't have any of that because, uh, well, it's all just it's all just speculation, isn't it, Carl? As we know, nobody knows what's coming really. Well, apart from people like uh, Johnny, I suppose, and Uncle Tim, they know what's happening. But uh...
0: speculation's fun, though. It, it well, gives it you something to—it gives you something to play with. I mean, once it comes out, you're just stuck with the cold, hard facts, and they're kind of boring. So, the point of speculation can be very enjoyable.
1: It can be, it can be, but I do get a bit bored of it when it's—you uh, know—every, every, every rumor seems to contradict every other rumor, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be fatter, thinner, faster. Make your tea, Late. Late. wireless. <laughs> mm. Yeah, late. It's going to be late. It's rubbish. It's rubbish, right? It's, the Apple are doomed because this unannounced, uh, unknown quantity is—it's already late. Rubbish. Not as good as the Samsung slash somebody else. And uh, <laughs> can't, can't, I can't be doing with it, to be honest. But uh, this week, we have had, of course, Apple have apparently killed off the iPod Nano and the Shuffle, haven't they? Which is, uh, I, I have to say, I wasn't really surprised to hear that the Nano had got the got the axe.
0: I don't know about you. I was, I was surprised they were still being sold, to tell you the truth. Um, I saw the story come up, and I had to check the date. I thought, really? They were still being sold?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, strangely, I, I am i'm i'm slightly surprised that they've they've killed the shuffle i can only assume that it means nobody's buying them anymore but i, I might have thought that the that the shuffle might have had a- well,
0: there's a couple of reasons there's a couple of reasons though obviously cuz uh, none of these work now with apple music because they don't have the DRM stuff in in place to be able to work with with Apple Music, uh, the Shuffle cannot use Bluetooth headphones, which are all the rage nowadays. Even though people still <laughs> want to plug in hardware to them, but they they're just old. They don't do many of the things. They're not. I mean, like I say, they they're. I was going to say they're one trick pony, but they're not because they can do podcasts and radio and and a bit of fitness and videos and stuff on it. I have sat on the tr- uh, train actually watching the videos on my <laughs> my iPod Nano once. I put I put um, <laughs> Rogue One on there, and was quite happily watching it on the way back <laughs> from London. Once, it's quite <laughs> weird, quite an experience watching this big multi, you know, huge screen movie on a teeny tiny screen. It was an <laughs> interesting experience.
1: Well, I, mean, I must admit the 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 nano I have is the the little square one, the one that's the one like a shuffle, but it's watch. got watch. Yes, in fact, I wore it as a watch for for a long time. That was We all did. <laughs> that's why. It, that's why it came. I've, well, I broke my watch. Is what, ha- what happened. I broke my watch. I banged my watch against a door handle and smashed the glass on it. And uh, I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? And then I thought, well, I've got that Nano in the drawer. I'll uh, I'll get that out. And I got a. I went and bought one of these fitness bands, or you know, the sports bands that they clip onto. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wore it as a watch for quite a long time. Um, well, until until I got an Apple Watch. To be honest, but uh, <laughs> well, the Nano. I'm I'm not surprised. I I was. I suppose it only partly surprises me. I just thought they might have kept the shuffle around as a... But then again, I mean, if you want something that's just a basic MP3 player, I'm sure there are plenty of Chinese factories stamping out shuffle-like pieces of kit. But uh, I suppose I'm just sad it's a sort of end of an era, isn't
0: it? It is, it is in a, in a way, but of course, you'll still be able to get hold of these things because they go, they go on eBay all the time and they, they virtually go at the same price as what they cost when they were brand new. This is, this is the one thing about Apple products. They retain their price. So even if like four years from now, if you want to try and pick up one of these things, you're still going to be able to do it. Online, because I've, yep. I've got my old one. I've got my um, what's the oldest one I've got? I've got an old Nano, which I think I bought in the States when we went over there, many, 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 many years ago, and uh, and that still works absolutely perfectly well.
1: Yep, yep. I mean, I had um originally, I had a Nano. One, the, the original, like, credit card-sized mm-hmm. one, and there was a battery... Re- that's how I ended up with the Series 4 one, or the, the little square one, was there was a battery recall, uh, because apparently there was a problem with some of the, the batteries in the original Nanos, and it was... Uh, it, came up as your your nano is is in the bracket so please send it back to apple for a repair and i think apple might have, that 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 became quite well known because i think apple were surprised at the number of of nanos that got returned to them um, and after after the first after the first few people started saying oh they've they've sent me back a new one they've sent me back a you know gen 4 because apparently they couldn't get enough batteries to replace so they just stopped trying to fix them and sent everybody new ones but yeah. Uh, but yeah apart from that i mean the the 4 i've got the 4 and that's still going and um we've got some i've got some iPod touches around here that belong to the kids which sort of work one way or another i think one of them one of them got water damage and the wireless doesn't work properly and one's got a <laughs> smashed screen but they were all working as uh, well as you can expect considering the treatment they'd had but the the, the nanos and so on yeah they seem to go on forever it's the end of an era and uh, apple have finally pulled the plug indeed uh, although apparently you can still get uh, iPod Touch. There's an iPod Touch, isn't there? And in fact, I believe they may even have updated the iPod Touch or slashed I,
0: the price or something. I've, dub- I've doubled the men- memory in them.
1: Dub- doubled the memory and dropped the price a bit. Oh. I think possibly, which which is nice. Which is nice. The iPod. I don't even know how much longer the iPod Touch has got. To be honest, because well. That, uh... I don't, well, I don't think
0: it. I don't think it runs the latest software, does it? It's not going to run iOS eleven, oh, the, for example. Uh, the new one will. You, yeah. Will it? Oh, okay.
1: but only only the, only the only the it's got to be Gen six. Any anything prior to Gen six won't make the cut. So even the one that looks like an iPhone six. <laughs>
0: it it does won't it does show to me how much um we've we've changed as 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 people who consume this equipment. However, because in the in the you know past we'd get iPods for. The kids, and, 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 you know, because it's a fairly cheap product in the scale of things. But now I see kids walk, walking around with better phones than me sometimes, and you think, what the hell's gone wrong with <laughs> that? Oh no, I know.
1: It's almost like you know. If you give a kid an iPod a Touch, you know, what's this cheapo rubbish? Exactly.
0: I can't go Facebook. I can't do WhatsApp. I can't do Snapchat. What's this? I don't want this. Take it away and bring me something better, Mum.
1: <laughs> what's this? What's this pile of old poo? I don't want that. Was <laughs> it like that? What well, used to be the um, Volkswagen ad where the bloke buys his girlfriend a car and she goes, "What the cheap tinny polo." <laughs> <laughs> You bought me a polo? No. Oh, dear. Uh, Well, there we go. And also this week, Apple got found guilty of infringing the Wisconsin University patents. Or, in fact, they got found guilty again, didn't they? Because uh, this is an ongoing shenanigans. I think it dates back a couple of years or more.
0: Uh, Uh, 2014 goes back to.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. But I know that Bart has talked about this on the the Let's Talk Apple podcast, which is on this network and, of course, is an excellent podcast. Uh, Do you listen to Bart at all?
0: I can't oh. say I do. I can't. I've got so many podcasts now. It's... Well,
1: haven't, haven't we all? Haven't we all? But um, Bart Bushots, I mean, one of the great things about Bart's Let's Talk Apple is it's only once a month. He does about an hour at, at the end of the month, rounding up that sort of the news about Apple. Uh, it's very good. Very good. I like it. I follow it a lot. He also does one about photography, but I'm I wouldn't know one end of a camera from the other, to be honest. So uh, that's not not much interest to me. But uh, Anyway, I, I know that Bart's covered it because he covers such things. And apparently, Apple went to a higher court, and they've lost. And not only lost, they've now had the penalty doubled because three more years have gone past. And apparently, they didn't stop infringing on the patents originally. So Apple have Apple have of course appealed. So it's not over yet, but.
0: Uh, mm. you know. Well, the patent run out on December 26, 2016. So everything up to that point. And then there's court costs and all that stuff involved as well. And uh, yeah, you're right. As you say, they've appealed and they've come back again. But some people were accusing the um, the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation as, as patent trolls, but they're not. They're a valid organization that's been going on for many years. They settled something, something similar with this with, with Intel when before it went to court and they've done loads of things that i was reading a bit about their history and stuff and, and they sort of discovered vitamin d and and its benefits and and, and things like this it's
1: oh yeah the, it, yes the wisconsin university alumni research fund wolf hmm. yes captain
0: uh <laughs> are... of course of course a lot of it's theory and stuff so they put a pattern together saying this is this is how you'd be able to do it and 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 i think that's the issue that a lot of these tech companies have got now they're now all of them are bumping their heads against these things that were put in theory but will never actually the person the people who came up from never actually built the actual thing in a tangible sense so i would absolutely hate being the tech in, in technology now and having to pick your way through this minefield of all these like previous patterns out there to try and come up with something that is, is, oh, yeah. is-
1: it's, it's very, I'm sure it's very, very difficult. And and from what I've read, if you're a big enough company, you know, it seems that quite often the policy seems to be, it will cost more to find out if there is a patent that might get infringed. Hmm. So just press ahead and fight or resolve any in- patent infringement issues later. Um, from what I've Actually, read, of this one the the, mm-hmm. the patent is to do with code prediction. So it's yep. it's a software thing to do with uh, optimizing code to try and guess what instruction will be required next.
0: <laughs> yeah. See how how vague how how broad is that? Now I'm not saying so, I'm saying like fair enough. If they came up with the idea, they should get some money. But uh, yeah, it's just weird. It's quite odd though that um it's 506 million dollars as you say and i just thought i wonder how long it will take apple to actually make that so i've just i've just yeah. gone on to apple every second and i've set the clock running and we'll see how much money they would have made by the end of the show
1: yeah that's that's good um <laughs> you know it's a half of half a billion dollars so yeah. Uh, yeah it's not pocket change i don't suppose even to apple but i'm sure they could pay it without even blinking it's I have no doubt that there's a certain... I get the impression from Apple that there's a certain amount of principle. I think they obviously feel that the patent is too vague or, you know, however the courts don't. And in the end, they're they're just going to do what companies do, aren't they? I mean, they're there to make as much money as they can and... As long as they can keep fighting um, yeah. I, I suppose they they will, and if at the end they lose they 'll just hand over the money because i i 've never heard them to uh, to do otherwise i've I've followed sometimes very long running cases, and apple always if, if they lose they always seem to just go fair enough hands up is is okay that's that's just how it goes you know you win some you lose some so
0: and and not like that fake news that was going around a few years ago where it was the report was that um, Samson paid off Apple's fine with a load of pennies that turned up in trucks at their gate. What? A... Oh,
1: what a <laughs> load of rubbish!
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't send. You don't send the money anyway. You don't send the money to the people, do you? You have to send it to the court.
0: I'm yeah. only saying what the what the supposed fake news <laughs> yeah. in quotes was saying about them. So.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Mind you, I guess it makes a nice, makes a nice meme, doesn't it? Mm. Samsung, Samsung pay fine by sending twenty uh Pantechnicans of coins to Apple's door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh there. And the bloke down my garage won't take more than about 25p in pennies before he gets the ump. So. Oh, is he
0: Elvis? Because I've got Elvis working down my garage, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have we got? What else have we got here? Um, apparently Apple are also catching some flack because they've removed VPN services from the Chinese <laughs> App Store, according to Reuters and everybody else, I have to say, all over the web. I'm not quite I, sure I, what
0: I think about this one. I love these stories. Honest. Do you know why I love these stories? Go on. Because why them. do they? Think, why do these people think that a corporation, a global corporation, is going to fight their battles against a company, a, a country? Sorry, that is going to probably be about forty percent of their revenue in a few years' time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say I don't. I don't know what to make of this story. Chinese have said to Apple, uh, VPN services are illegal in our country unless they're run by the government. So <laughs> well,
0: you that'd be can't. Trusty.
1: Yeah, they'd be trusty, wouldn't they? We won't allow you to sue it, so Apple... You know, a lot of people are shouting, of course, oh, well, Apple have just rolled over.
0: What <laughs> What else are they going to do?
1: But so what's, you know, well, well, what about their principles? You know, well, yeah, but they're...
0: It's a corporation. They haven't got they're any principles. They're a principle. corporation
1: in their job, yes. What? What? And even if they did have any principles, there's a point at which, you you know, if they said, okay, well, in that case, we're going to pull out of China, cha- the shareholders would have their...
0: It doesn't work. It doesn't work
1: like that. Apple... Wouldn't they? They'd have their proverbials for a- earrings. Apple so... in
0: their own country, which is America, they can be, they can do as much as they want they can lobby the government they can do all these kinds of things and in certain other countries as well dem- democratic com- uh, countries they can do the same China's not one of them sort of countries <laughs> It's it's Basically, it's, no, it's
1: no. not, so, it is. and you know, they've also made a huge commitment to you know, they're building what they're building, they're building data centers yeah. in China. Um, oh, that's the other thing, all their factories mm-hmm. in China. What if they say, No, stuff you, Mr. Chinese government? Well, the Chinese has just got to go right, Foxconn, uh, no, no doing any work for Apple, exactly. thank you. Um, and <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? It doesn't work like that, no. So, yeah. Apple have removed VPN services from the Chinese app store because the Chinese government say they're illegal in that country. Uh, I don't suppose anybody's particularly happy about that, and I don't suppose Apple are particularly happy about that. But as you say, they're a corporation, and there's not really anything they can do about it, I don't think. As you say, in, you know, in Western countries or... Or, or democratically controlled countries, Apple can say we support the population in you know resisting uh, government interference. But there's not like you can't resist government well, interference in China because it is a totalitarian communist exactly. state. You know, we,
0: we've got a similar problem coming up where we're going to have all our electronic communications here in the UK captured and stored so it can be looked at in, in twelve months' time. And we've got a similar problem because. Maybe the Lib Dems, but virtually our entire political um, panel uh, landscape wants this thing. Yep. So yep. we've got no choice in the manner. And, and then well, if they do ban certain encryption, end-to-end encryptions, then Apple's going to have a problem in the UK as well. And if they out like, ban it, then we're going to have to see what happens. Now, fortunately, we live in supposedly, a democratic st- uh, system. So it means the people should be able to change it. But I, I'm, I'm waiting to see if that actually happens or
1: not. Yeah, I mean, there there is a certain amount of hope there, isn't there? Because the EU are proposing the exact opposite, which is that, in fact, end-to-end encryption should be mandated and that governments should be... Restricted by law from putting pressure on companies to reverse engineer or backdoor such encryption, so
4: mm-hmm.
1: we have uh, although technically we're supposed to be leaving the eu we're still members of the EU for now, so there's a chance that uh, the EU may prevail <laughs> or not who knows uh, along the same, along the same vein. did you see the thing about the Australians? Did you read Uh, the story about the Australians? No. Well, the the the, well about the Australians and encryption. The apparently the Australian somebody in the Australian government has uh, proposed the same thing that there should be no end to end encryption and there should be backdoors and blah blah blah. Uh, And somebody put up a rebuttal saying that uh, this is how encryption works and the laws of mathematics don't allow you to put a hole in it without breaking it. But Um, that's
0: because. But they're politicians. They, that's what I'm saying. They do not understand the fundamentals of... No, they don't understand
1: any of it because uh, this guy quite humorously retorted the laws of mathematics are all well and good, but the only laws that count in uh, Australia are the laws of Australia, which uh, has earned him a, a fair amount of uh, derision, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. I mean, they've got no idea these politicians. That's what really frightens me a lot of the time. Do you people have any idea, any idea at all what you're talking about and surely you should have advisors. You know, nobody expects the prime minister to know everything about everything, but they do expect you to have advisors to tell you not to put your foot in your mouth repeatedly.
0: Uh, well, I, that's, a, that's a different issue altogether. I think that comes down to how what they do has to be portrayed by, by the media. And there's certain things in the UK anyway, the media, if, if, if it looks like the government's being weak on terrorism, because they've just got to put that word into any sentence. Oh, and yes. if it looks like they're being weak, they're just going to get ripped apart the word the word is synonymous with encryption now but people forget all our banking systems virtually run on encryption so what are we going to do about that they they have to have their traffic you know encrypted otherwise anyone could just reach out and pluck this this data out of the air so it's crazy
1: the whole thing is somewhat farcical and somewhat scary somewhat scary so right before we perhaps go into Nemo's hardware store and then move on to some of the other stories Uh, I'd just like to give a big gold star to uh, a company called Stunt Software at www.stuntsoftware.com who produce a small piece of software called Overflow. Now Overflow is a little bit of a utility it puts in effect it puts a multi-folder in your dock it allows you to put various documents and applications and things and On the left-hand side, there's uh, a list and you can create various groups. So I have one for podcasting, one for writing, one for music players, that sort of thing. And I've had this forever, forever and ever. About uh, 2006, I think, I I got hold of it. Now, it it costs about $15, I, I believe, at the moment. I can't really believe that I would have bought such a thing. So I almost certainly got it in a bundle, which probably meant I paid... Like two dollars for it or something. And it's worked perfectly ever since. And I don't even think about it to me. It's almost invisible. It's it's almost like part of the OS. Um and it works with a with a license key, which is a small text document that you keep in your documents folder and when you launch it the first time it says currently you know unlicensed and in demo mode where's the license key and you do open license key and and all is good and i noticed the other day after i installed the latest uh, high sierra beta that when i opened my my overflow it had a big red bar saying 10 days left in, in demo mode uh, where is the license key so i did open license key and i pointed it to the license key and nothing happened. So I fetched my backup uh, of the license key and pointed it to that, and and still nothing happened. So I thought, oh, is this the end of my overflow? It would be mildly annoying not the end of the world but mildly annoying so I thought I don't even know uh, who developed this or or if they're still going so I opened the uh, I opened the overflow and and had a look in the, the help and did uh, contact support and, and I sent them an e- email explaining what had happened and that uh, you know here's a copy of my license file um, and i don't know why it stopped i don't know why it stopped working um and I have to say the response wasn't immediate. it took about four or five days. I was beginning to think that maybe they were you know dead in the water or couldn't be bothered or didn't support it anymore or whatever. But then I got an, I got an email saying, oh, we're terribly sorry to hear this, and we've had a look at your license file, and we can't see anything wrong with it, and we can't really understand what's what's gone wrong. Um, you're right, it might be a beta issue, but we'll, we'll have a look at that. And here's a new license file, which we've tested, and seems to work, so can you try that and, and see if it works and let us know? So obviously I, I copied the new license file, and pointed my overflow to it, and uh, bingo, it was working, which was excellent. So I sent them an email, there and then, saying, thanks, guys, that works, you know, big up, thumbs up, well done. Um, and then a short correspondence ensued directly over the course of about 20 minutes between me and them about uh, this and that. And uh, it ended with them saying, well, if you're interested, there's uh, a new version will be coming soon with new features. Um, and would you like to go on the beta testing list? Which, of course, I said I would. But uh, as a result of that, a big gold star. I mean, this is a company who've effectively made two dollars from me probably about ten years ago, and have reached out to help me with a uh, with a problem and resolved it. So I think that's excellent. It's really nice to have a a positive story. I think. What do you think there, Carl? I mean, yeah.
0: Whenever you hear about these these smaller software companies, I should imagine you know, compared oh, to yes, the likes of Google it's... and Facebook and whatnot, they normally they normally are quite Great when it comes to uh, interacting with the customer, especially I got a valid, you know, reason. If they are just reaching out, if customers just reach out and you say your oh, apps rubbish, it don't work. They they tend to get a bit snarky about oh, that, yeah. but <laughs> but not that particular company. I'm just saying in general. No, no, but, but yeah. in general, I mean, it's, yeah. I
1: would if somebody
0: said to me, "Oh, you did
1: this and it's rubbish," you tend to get your back up. Yeah. You? It's a, you know, exactly. give me a reason, and I might. I might take a different view i mean as it was i explained the situation and i sent them my license file to prove that i you know was a genuine owner of a license and uh they were very helpful indeed very helpful indeed so
0: good to me. hear
2: morning simon mile 56. uh we're at Leith hill and there's a bit of stoppage uh is a shame cause i was because i was ratcheting up it good and proper. Uh, I'm just trying to find my cycling partner who's adopted me. And yeah, so far, so good. What uh, is there? Have okay, I missed it Great, the person I've just been cycling with for the last 50-odd miles I've now lost. Uh, but now we're at 56 miles, 3 hours 27, and my average speed is 16.3. Bit disappointed, but I'm going to hope to get a sprint on uh, near the end. Catch you again in a bit.
1: And uh, I think now we'll take a... A short break while we go over to Nemo's hardware store where today John has a slightly longer episode because he has three items he wants to tell us about. Take it away, John.
3: An 18-wheeler articulated lorry just pulled away from the loading dock here at Nemo's hardware store. Left us three cartons. Let's see what's in the first one. Ideal for running, cycling, jogging, hiking, camping. Hey, they're around my neck. The Leophile Eel. Wireless neckband headphones. IP67 waterproof. Bluetooth 4.1 stereo headset with in-ear earbuds for running and working in black. I've seen these in-ear headphones or earbuds with the neckband, but I never really understood how they work. It's a cushioned neckband that goes around the rear of your neck and the earbud cables are dangling from them. They never get lost, they never droop, they never drop, and you just take them out of your ears or put them in your ears. And on the left edge of the band part, the flexible rubbery part, goes on the back of my neck are the controls for power and pause and Bluetooth and fast and reverse and that sort of stuff. Now these on Amazon in the U.S. are $50 and we tried to get the Amazon link so you can see them in your country. There are 414 reviews giving it a four star and 124 answered questions, mostly having to do with how waterproof they are at the IP67 rating. The waterproof quality and all the durability and all the performance stuff is very good. The comfort in my ear is excellent. I'm not that wild about the controls. It takes a while to get used to where my fingers go and I've been trying this for several days and it's still a little awkward. But if you give yourself a chance, you'll be comfortable with the headphones as far as operating them and also listening and using them. So these are definitely worth $50 in the U.S. and certainly worth considering if you're an active outdoorsy person. If you sweat a lot, if you use them at work, if you do a lot of running, biking, hiking, where you never want to lose the earbuds and you want to make sure they fit comfortably. The Leophile, that's L-E-O-P-H-I-L-E, Leophile Eel, E-E-L wireless neckband headphones. The other headphones, also we see those on Amazon.com and we will have a link for that also. Brand new from our friends in the USA. They're called ThinkSound, T-H-I-N-K-S-O-U-N-D. The ThinkSound T-S-O-3 plus mic, as in microphone, eight millimeter noise isolating wooden headphones with universal one button microphone. They're a walnut and a gunmetal color. They actually are true walnut. And I've got them right here in the case they provided there's the one button on the front and also these are very very comfortable good build quality I've been using think sound products since their very origin and they are some of my favorite headphones for in the ear and on the ear. These are $120 in the US middle range as far as premium but top of the line as far as affordable for the sound. Think sound is a beautiful job. It's a deeper, richer, more thorough, more audiophile quality sound. Whereas the EEL earbuds before were primarily in the treble and the mid-range with just a hint of bass. Link sound TSO 3 Plus mic have a very, very rich and even and deliberate mid-range and bass. And then the treble comes in with crisp highs that are very clear. A whole other level of audio quality. And speaking of audio quality, I'm using an old favorite microphone, the CO 3 u condenser microphone. You USB from Samson and I purchased a pop filter so I've been popping like crazy this is the first time using this combination and let's hear how it sounds I won't know till I hear it just like you do so have a look at the ThinkSound TS-03 plus mic really good packaging excellent company Very good quality. You will like the sound a lot from these earbuds. Final product is a case from a new company called Jison Case. J-I-S-O-N-C-A-S-E. Again, we will have the Amazon link. It's the Jison Case Classic Series. Apple new iPad Pro 10.5 case. Vintage, genuine leather, smart cover, magnetic flip case with auto wake sleep. Gorgeous deep red. And the 10.5 iPad Pro just slips right in here. Gripping plastic plastic rubber on the edges to hold it in place. All the holes and all the ports are in the right spot, and it is a folio cover case, so it covers the front, and then it folds back into three positions. You've seen this many different times with the smart cover. Here's the sound. That's the smart cover on the front. Cost in the U.S. is $43 for this premium leather case for your premium new 10.5 iPad Pro. That's it for this week from Nemo's Hardware Store. Back next week.
1: Thank you for that, John. So, after that, I will just mention, of course, the traditional Amazon affiliate link. If you want to buy anything from Amazon and you'd like to help us here at the show get a few pennies together, then you can click our handy Amazon affiliate link. And then anything you buy from socks to sports cars, we get a very small commission. And anything we get goes into buying equipment or services for the show, such as poor old Mark, his boom arm is falling apart. It's currently held together with gaffer tape and string. And I could do with a new microphone, and as Carl has pointed out to me, I could probably do with an actual boom arm to hang my microphone on, which is also true. But there you go. If you're a fan of the show and you'd like to help us without spending a single penny directly with us, use our Amazon affiliate link, and we will get a few pennies. This is the end of the service announcement. And now, back to Carl, and uh, we shall carry on with the stories. So, Carl... Uh, mm-hmm. What do we think? What shall we have a look at? Microsoft is bringing its own continuity future, uh, continue on PC to iOS. Well, that's uh, I have to say that's not a big surprise, is it? Really, uh, just a matter of time, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's just it just it will just appear on the share sheet. So you can once say you're in the middle of a a website or something, you can just open up the share sheet. Say use con- continue to PC, and eventually it's meant to appear on your your PC at some point. Someone's saying it only appears in Microsoft's browser, which is Edge, is it? I've forgotten the name of it. Uh,
1: Yes, Edge is their current browser.
0: So there was, was a bit upset about that.
1: But. Upon installation, opening the app shows a selection of slides on how the process works. You don't need to open the app. You leave it silently installed and use the share menu, uh, and you use this to bring a task to your PC. Not a huge amount to say that, is a.
0: Most iOS users are probably PC owners as well, because you know, the stats dictate that's the case. So uh, yeah, good good luck on them. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I, I have no uh, I have no beef with that whatsoever. It was, in fact, I'm I'm really quite surprised that it's it's taken this long. To be fair, uh, for them to to do it,
0: but they were saying it was part of the code anyway. But it wasn't very discoverable, so they, they've now done an app.
1: They've done an app. Have they? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. Do you do you use the continuity uh, handoff features much?
0: On on Mac and on, iOS on, on the Mac, yeah, yeah, all the time all the time yeah it's yeah it's amazing like I'll sometimes i'll be on the machine and i'll find something on my my phone or my ipad and then it'll be sitting there the little notification will come up on my mac and stuff if i'm you know it's normally when i'm triaging stories and, and, and doing the research for my my shows and stuff is that's the main time i do it um but it's a nice little feature it's not groundbreaking but it is it is nice um, yeah i
1: find it i find it handy the- the the one that the one that I still can't seem to get working properly and I did have it working for a while and then it seemed to stop uh, is the shared clipboard
0: oh yeah yeah so yeah that's another um, feature, iOS
1: actually. to Mac shared clipboard that's that's nice if you can get it to work but only works some of the time for me
0: <laughs> but I think it's because it's usually in iCloud, isn't it? So if there's any connection issues, it's going to falter, unfortunately. But most of the time, it works for me.
1: Yeah. So apparently now, if you uh, are a Windows user rather than a Mac user, uh, and as you say, Carl, the you know stats say that the majority of uh, you know a majority of iOS users are also going to be using Windows you now have a continue on PC function, which brings you um, some of the benefits of continuity slash handoff. So that's good. That's good. I, I... I don't know about you, Carl. I think I think of late Microsoft seem to have picked up their game, don't they? I'm, I'm, they seem to have lost their kind of desire to constantly be focused on Windows, and everything has to centre on Windows, and uh, uh, and changed more to how shall I say? Everything centres around. It doesn't. Not everything centres around Microsoft, but they'd like to try and you know promote their their ecosystem um, and their services, and they seem to be pushing more for a case of. Microsoft enables you to do dot dot dot. Fill in as applicable, uh, rather than it all you know the the days of Windows, Windows, Windows. Everything is Windows. I don't know what you feel about that.
0: Well, I guess Windows will always be their core because that, guess you know, that's what made them multi, multi, multi billion dollar company. But it just seems to me under the new leadership, and the new CEO, they have gone back to being about software more than hardware, although there are still some hardware things out there because, you know, the, the clue's in the name, Microsoft. So, yeah. so they I, I were...
1: Think, yes, very much so. And I think, I, I get the impression, and I could be wrong, that, that Satya Nadella is, is much more focused on um, promoting Microsoft software, Microsoft services. You know, they've they've done, since he took control, I mean, they did some things which seemed almost, you know, impossible a few years before. I mean, they, they brought Office to iOS, they... They've promoted all sorts of cross platform initiatives i I don't know I could be wrong, but i I feel that um is maybe even considering that windows you know could be a legacy product in time, and that you know because windows isn't going to go on forever, the desktop is almost certainly going to decline um I'm not gonna say it's going to go away i don't I don't believe in that at all i mean it can't the desktop can't go away because of the sort of jobs that people like me do so it might decline from a, a you know a pc on every work desk but there are you know might be go back to being in the drafting rooms and the various other places but but windows is i don't think windows is going to continue to be the core of microsoft's business and i think i think you're right that i i just get the impression that microsoft are aware of that and that that's no longer necessarily their primary focus
0: yeah, I mean, under this new CEO, they've obviously got—he's obviously got a vision for where he wants to see the company going. I mean, under Barmer, Microsoft made loads and loads and loads of money, but he—he he always seemed to lack that vision. It was just like about profit; it just seemed about profit, which is a great thing if you're a shareholder. But you know, technology moves on, and it moves on faster and faster all the time. It's you know, they're still around. Luckily, they were big enough to, to weather the storm uh, of things like Vista and, and and Windows 8 to a certain extent. So it's – it's, but by them diversifying their lineup and putting it out there on iOS because that's a massive pl- platform. It might have been taken over by Android now, granted, but it was a massive platform, and it introduces people to their – to their technology, their, their software and stuff. And like Word is still the most important probably application out there on the planet for businesses and stuff and Excel, obviously. Oh, Excel, um, definitely, yeah. Exactly. So, they, you know, they, they have to keep them, um, they have to keep developing these things and 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 Windows is on everything. I mean... They they are they're not in the position of what um, Apple was, where they decided okay from now on. A few years ago, from now on, we're giving away our operating system because it will only work on Macs, which you have virtually bought from us, unless it's a Hackintosh, but whatever. But uh, yeah, so they didn't have to rely on making money from their software. Windows did because they didn't have any hardware at the time, so they had to charge for their Windows operating system, and that and Office were were their cash cows and. You know, it did leave them vulnerable probably as we move into the mobile age when less and less people are buying uh, computers at the rate they used to buy them because they're getting by with tablets and, and, and mobile phones and stuff. So there was definitely a change-up, a shake-up needed to happen within uh, Microsoft. And I think this guy in charge who's – you mentioned the name and is completely go- – I always get him and Sasha Nadella t- <laughs> – I get him mixed up for some reason yeah, in my head. Yeah, it's Sataya Nadella.
1: And was um, yeah. it Satella Nadia? Uh, anyway, yes, he's that. Uh, but uh, but I mean, he was a—he was a cloud services guy, wasn't he?
0: yeah so, so but he, yeah i think he's doing i think he's doing blinding for microsoft over there and sometimes you watch some of the things you they they're producing as an apple person and you think oh damn it <laughs> why can't i have that but now you know but it, it's it's just one of those things that all these companies they all sort of like one does something and another one catches up and another one does something. because it's all the same eventually it all evens out i think but uh yeah i mean i've got no problems i use microsoft products i use office and and, and whatnot time and time again. Uh, I don't particularly want to use Windows ever again, but that's not because I've got anything against Windows. It's just because I use a Mac now. I don't. I don't need to use a Windows machine, and I don't have to support a Windows machine, which is <laughs> even better.
1: No, and and all right. I think it is about vision. I that Steve Ballmer, as you say, he made tons of money um, for Microsoft, but he didn't have any any vision going forward. This this guy does, doesn't he? he? Definitely has a a view of where where they need to go, and uh, it, I think it's been a bit of a renaissance for them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, well, while we stay on Microsoft for a little bit, Microsoft Paint is dead. Long live Microsoft Paint, apparently, because uh, somehow or other the story got out that Microsoft were going to kill uh, Paint. Uh, and then there was a huge outpouring of rage and gnashing of teeth and rending of clothes. And uh, the sky was falling. But according to the Windows blog, uh, that's, that was never true. Now, whether that was because they've changed their mind, or I can't really see that they would do such a thing if it was, you know, let's face it, Microsoft Paint is it's on the sort of level of Mac Paint, isn't it? Um <laughs> Well, it is, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an old piece. Of, 32 years old, it says on this thing. Obviously, I've updated it. Not much, I don't think. It really
1: is, you know, of, of the it's from the era of Mac paint. But apparently, it's not dead. Uh, it will be making its way to the Windows Store, uh, or the Microsoft Store. I'm not sure what it's called. Is it Windows Store? Um, and it will be free. Be free for anybody who wants to download it. And it will be replaced by a new application, which is this Windows Paint 3D, which includes a whole load of stuff to do with the HoloLens and AR and making 3D objects and sticking them in your uh, PowerPoint and so on. So there we go. There's not a lot to say about that, really, is there? Other than that I was so surprised that um, there was apparently this huge outcry...
0: There's always an outcry about anything. No matter yeah. what it is. It could be the How smallest, most benign thing. There's an outcry if it's taken away.
1: How dare you kill Microsoft Paint? You <sighs> killed Kenny. <laughs> uh right, well yeah, okay. Well that's enough about that. Um, but yeah. Uh, paint is dead, long live paint, apparently. Uh oh, dear, right. Uh, Dougie in the Slack room sent us uh, a nice little link via Mashable, um, which is Google Maps. Apparently, has now added elevation information, handy for <laughs> runners, cyclists, and other such people.
0: Uh, which oh, Simon, 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 you've yes. got to do the head. This is the most misleading headline I've read this year so far. I think is it where? Read the head. Read what the headline piece of the article was.
1: Uh, what Google Maps adds elevation information
0: no the actual headline is google quietly released a killer new feature oh, in uh, right
1: yeah i'm just opening it now sorry well see. T- Dougie uh, obviously is not quite so clickbaity when he sent us a link. <laughs> he sent us a piece explaining it, and i I haven't ad- i hadn't actually followed the link per se because he posted the in the Slack room. He he posted the relevant information, so I've just followed the link now. Oh yes, you're right. Google quietly released a killer new feature. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that it's killer, is it? Um, <laughs> Might be a bit handy. If you're if you're a walker or a cyclist or well, if you do walking or cycling or Or, hiking or running or or at least actually Simon,
0: more an armchair cyclist or walker, because this only works on the web version, not on the handheld version. Oh. Really? Oh dear, oh, dear. According <laughs> so to the piece. Oh dear. And, you know.
1: Well, I suppose if you're planning, it might be handy if you're planning rather than. Yeah. Um,
0: there we go. I can I can walk out. I can work out the trip to the office now that takes the least amount of elevation in, <laughs> to save.
1: Well, you can't, Carl. You can't because there's the elevation between your house and the office is the same whichever way. <laughs> you, can calc- <laughs> you can calculate the route with the with the shallowest ascent. Shall we uh,
0: that's true that's a, it's, it's good for working out from the pub because the way back I've, i'm often at a slant so that's kind of <laughs>
1: well, you gotta try, got try and find the elevation which uh <laughs> corrects the slant exactly. yes uh dear. okay well there we go uh you can now get elevation information from google maps which uh, i guess if you're planning a cycle or a, or a hike you can um Attempt to find the, the smoothest ascent, then. But, yeah. uh, well, it's a bit with
0: mobility, it'll, it'll be helpful for them.
1: Yeah. And, and obviously, it is it, people like, uh, Dougie, who's a runner, and
0: Mark, who cycle, they can <laughs> use it. So they're looking for it. They're looking for the ascent. That's what they need well, exactly. to stretch those muscles, push those muscles onward. So, you know, can it, it's available? It's now available, but as you say, uh, Carl,
1: apparently only on the web version. So, you have to plan ahead no good won't tell you when you're out running apparently also, oh Dougie also sent us this one uh smart vacuum cleaners are making a map of your home which is not particularly surprising i don't suppose but they want to sell it um no, this they is don't. From, well no they said they do this is the whole thing roomba has no, said, they, they, there
0: was an update there was an update to this story uh, a little while later and they got on to actually you know it's one of these one of these news organizations that actually goes to the source and to ask if this is true or not. (laughs) It's crazy in this day and age. Why would you do that? Why would you go and do that? But uh, so it was Reuters apparently that officially started this, this rumor off. Uh, And they, they did go to the chairman of, of iRobot one Colin Angle and said, no, no, it's, it's, it's first thing. First things first. iRobot will never underlined sell your data. Our mission is to help you keep a cleaner home and in time to help a smart home and the devices work better in it. So yeah, so they're not going to sell this data. There's also there was also a piece in it uh, uh, in the actual blog post about a camera being installed in the Roomba Roomba, but it's not a camera as me and you would understand it. It just picks up little white black and white dots, so it can understand where it is in the room, and and that's what it means by a camera, right?
1: <laughs> well, I shall have to update these show notes then. Uh, if, if you would be so kind, Carl, as to send me the link to the far more informative, uh, or shall we say corrective story, uh, because the one uh, we've got here from Mashable uh, says, during an interview with Reuters, the CEO of Robo, uh has revealed the robotic vacuum cleaner builds a map of your home while cleaning and is planning to sell this data to third party companies.
4: Yeah,
0: um, he, he he totally refutes that in this story. So.
1: Right, so I'll tell you what, if you could send me a link for that, Carl, uh, if you could yeah, drop I've done that. I'm stuck,
0: the... It. I've stuck it in the docs. don't worry, I know how to do this stuff. So. I know, I know you
1: do. Right, excellent, that's brilliant. So we will update the show, Doc, and thank you. So there you go, Carl has a better version of the story than me, and somewhat more uh,
0: pleasing but, uh, I mean, version. No.
1: Well, no, it the piece, is,
0: isn't it. The, well, the piece that Dougie sent you is, is totally valid at the time. It's just, it's one of those things. It's a shock headline that makes you go, Oh my God, what's going on here? And of course, It doesn't bother um, finding out the facts behind a story. It just reads someone else's story, writes up a different version of it and publishes it. And that's what I've got a problem with most of the time nowadays.
1: Well, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Because Dougie sent me this quite, as you say, quite perfectly right. Uh, I mean, they have pointed out in here, according to the terms of service, the users already give the company permission to share their data with a third party. We all do that. I
0: know. Every time, every time you accept an EULA, you're doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah I know
1: me. you're doing that, aren't we? Uh, what was the? Uh, there was a great one. Um, it's not in the notes, but there, there was a talking about that. There was a great story uh, that I came across the other day, which said users of free Wi-Fi uh, actually agreed to clean out the mobile toilets. <laughs> 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 some, some, some place some place obviously who was offering free Wi-Fi and you have to click the uh, the notes in in a classic you know proof that nobody ever reads them apparently in the I agree it said and uh, if if required I uh, I agreed to help clean out the mobile latrines. So uh... <laughs> that,
0: that's that's what always makes me laugh about Apple's one. So they go on about our system, our hardware is the most simplistic, streamlined, fantastically easy to understand operating systems and, and computers. But before you use it, please sign this twenty-nine page eula. Yeah,
4: yeah, and and then
1: we all we you know we all laughingly say, don't you? I mean, you could be selling your firstborn to be honest yeah. in there. You know, you could be promising them your liver for research or anything because nobody reads it. nobody ever reads it and you could be signing up for anything and everything I mean as somebody once pointed out if you read uh, I think it's the Mac OS EuLA uh, there's a bit in there that you you agree not to use it to develop atomic weapons.
0: That's, that's, uh, what was that when you when you bought a computer from Dell that was one of the questions you had to tick yeah saying right. you're not going to use this system to create nuclear warheads. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine some person in China or North Korea going I've gotta going fool them. I'm gonna lie <laughs> yeah.
1: Dear oh dear. Uh oh, right. Okay. Well, so apparently iRobot deny that story and say that they will never sell your thing and that the camera is not a camera as you and I would understand it. So well that's good. That's good news, isn't it, Carl? That's actually mm-hmm. very good news. Oh, see now, so now you can, you can be like Batwench, and uh, you can you can stick a, a Dalek on top of your Roomba to scare the cats and not feel <laughs> not feel worried about it. <laughs> that is apparently her her goal in life to mount a Dalek on the Roomba and chase the cat. Anyway, right. yes, uh, okay. Um, what have we got here? WikiLeaks have published new Vault Seven exploits tested on older Macs running Snow leopard and lion um well i <laughs> i don't know what to say about that i mean i suppose it's quite you know they they they're saying the nsa and so on have developed a load of you know exploits they've now leaked leaked from vault 7 um to tell you that if you're running snow leopard or lion you might be vulnerable to certain underhand exploits i'm not quite sure what to make of that
0: <laughs> well it's it's, it's i'm would be surprised if it wasn't that's yeah. that's the point isn't it i mean we, I, I suppose are...
1: I, I suppose what's you know I, we could laugh at it i suppose but what you you have to be aware of is if if they they've exposed that they did it then there's no there's nothing to suggest that they're not doing it now is there that's that's, no, but the, that's,
0: that's... That's the thing though, once we've all started to go online, there's no way we can be secure. These if we if we wanted to be so locked down, if we wanted everything secured, everything encrypted, everything so we knew exactly where our software was talking to, well, unplug the internet then. Because it ain't ever going to happen. It's absolutely impossible with oh, the yeah. current state of things. So everything you have no idea. Like I'm sending you this communication here using Wire, and I'm sure Wire is perfectly a, a valid, you know, a wonderful company, and and they do a fantastic service. But they don't know if it's being intercepted somewhere along the line just to be saved until their encryption can be like, cracked. And, and and you know, us is just two two podcasters chatting. But if we were government officials, yeah, you can damn well. To believe people are out there trying to break that code well that and that true. software exactly so i mean it's, it's just it's one of those things I mean and we'd expect it as well we We would want our government trying to break. <laughs> Supposedly, their enemy's encryption, and try and get the information. It's always been going on, ever since like people were intercepting carrier pigeons. For God's sake, it's just, oh, yes. just something. It's, I, I you don't... know, there's yeah. nothing it's new, not... is it? Nothing new. It's there like is the old. New. The
1: was it the uh, the Roman Roman staff trick? Are you familiar with that one? Did they teach you at no. that school? Well, you know the, the Roman officers used to have those little. They have a little uh, rod, didn't they, with an eagle on the top? You, you yes. know, yeah, yep. sort of like a bat on and um apparently the size of the baton was important because they'd use a strip of paper and wind it round the baton and write the message and then unwind it and send it right by runner to somebody else oh, and, right. okay. and, and if you had the if you were of the correct level i.e. the correct you had a you wound it round your baton and then you could read the message <laughs>
0: that's ingenious
1: And, but if you had, if you didn't know how, how thick the baton was, then of course it didn't, it didn't work because the letters wouldn't line up properly, apparently.
3: Whether that's 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 true
1: or whether that's just a a myth, I don't know. But it, you know, it's, but it just proves that people have been doing, trying to encrypt messages uh, ever since there have been people making messages.
0: Exactly. And they're they're going to continue to do it. And it's, you know, the, the fact that they try and stop in the UK, as I say earlier, they're going to try and stop us encrypting our messages just proves the point that they're getting to a, a situation now where these things they will be crackable. Everything's crackable at some point. It's just time. And as our computers get more and more advanced and the chips get faster and faster, then the hacking software, the uh, encryption breaking software gets faster and faster and faster. So something they might have intercepted 7 years ago and would back then would have taken thousands of years to to decrypt might now only take a few hundred years for example, or, or it could be like the next day. But uh that's the thing. We're always in a situation and and I'm surprised anyway, WikiLeaks, is uh, it, they're taking notice of what WikiLeaks says. Because isn't it a, a Russian front apparently now, because, <laughs> ever <laughs> since they leaked all that information? Okay. I have no idea what's going on in the news. No idea at all. No, I, I have to say. <laughs> I, I guess,
1: I, I don't know. I just, I only really put that in there. I mean, yes, partly it's, you can laugh at it saying, oh, really? You know? because like, there are loads of people out there running snow leopard and lion, I'm sure, and who are at risk, which is rubbish. Um, but what it, the real truth of the story is, isn't it, that you know they are doing this, and they're no mm. doubt still doing it now. So laughing aside, all it proves is that there are people out there who spend their lives trying to break into other people's systems.
0: And they always have, and they always will.
1: Indeed. That's just the way, just the way it is, and that's you know why there are people out there like Proton Mail and uh, Wire who we're using now who seem to be dedicated to doing the opposite and making it more difficult for people to do such things. Well, well, hopefully out
0: of sheer, <laughs> out-
1: hopefully <laughs> out of that's altruism. The that's hey? the
0: problem. It puts that seed of doubt in your brain. That yeah, is, that is, is it I don't know. I'm taking someone's opinion on it. I, I have no idea. If I can check it, I mean it's it's impossible to know you can check it. So I've, I've just come to the conclusion, the acceptance now, this is the world we live in. And I you know, if you're gonna do something dodgy online, then more for you. You're gonna get well, caught yeah, at some yeah. point. So
1: as somebody once said to me, you know, if you wouldn't do it in the middle of the public square, you probably shouldn't do it online.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't, know. you don't know what I'd do in the middle of the public square.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that is true. That is true. But there you go. Right, we'll move on now, shall we? Let's move on from that. Mac Jim in Slack uh, posted this. This is a little bit of a, a $27,000 Apple Watch clone, which isn't actually a watch clone. It just looks like an Apple Watch. But it is, in fact, an H. Moser Swiss Alp Watch ZZZZ. This is on Cult of Mac. Uh, it's a twenty-seven thousand pound mechanical watch from this uh, H Moser Swiss Alp company, uh, but it looks like an Apple Watch. Nice.
0: It's square. It's square. It's got it... a, a tony thing on the side, and it's got hands. Great.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. If you if you want to look like one of the hip kids with an with an apple watch but actually <laughs> you've got nothing better to do with 27 grand you could uh, you could buy yourself a non-smart mechanical automatic self thingy watch there you go see this
0: is this is weird right this is the reason i i stopped wearing watches because i don't want to know the time i've got the time everywhere i look it's in the car it's in the van it's on the train station it's on the bus it's uh, everywhere i look i can see the time that is the least important thing i need on my wrist now the time (laughs) because it's on my phone as well thinking about it the fact that i'm so pro apple watch is because of all the other things that's built into that little sucker all the health things or all the mapping software and everything in there some of it's no good if you take the phone away maybe and they'll probably address that in the coming years um but but on the whole, I. it's the health stuff that really gets me it's like nagging me now that i need to get up and go and do some workout today at some point because i've just been sitting on my butt all day all morning but uh yeah i mean it's it's, some people like mechanical watches it's it's, some people are paid god knows how much for rolexes and stuff like this it's just a weird thing some people look at us as, as computer geeks and think, they're mad. Why are they so you know, interested in technology? You, know, you get people who are interested in watches. And yes, they're, they're willing to spend $27,000. They're willing to spend more on a watch than I've ever spent on all my cars. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> is, that is true. It is true. And, and
1: actually, in the, in the world of luxury mechanical watches, I can assure you that $27,000 is small yeah. change.
0: That's right.
1: That's right. I I think uh, Patek is it. They do some that are up in the 150 grand bracket.
0: If I I do most expensive watch, what comes up?
1: If you've got, (laughs) yeah, I mean, if you've got 150 grand to spend on a watch, then I don't suppose it, you know, really matters. You can probably afford all the watches you like.
0: Mm. Oh. A graph diamond's hallucination went for fifty-five million.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, right, okay, yeah. I guess that's that's got to be a sort of a one-off, super special, though, isn't it? That has to be.
0: It has over a hundred and ten carats of coloured diamonds set into a bracelet of platinum, oh, and it looks God. the most gaudy, ugliest thing you know, <laughs> you've it? ever <laughs> seen in your life. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, can, can we get a? I I'll tell you what, Carl. Can't we? Can't we start a company? We get some Chinese company to stamp out. Um, $10 bracelets using um, glass crystals to uh, emulate
0: the watch strap. <laughs> we'll flog
1: we'll, them off. We'll, flog we'll them be down
0: on local market this coming weekend.
1: Yeah, that's it. Exclusive. Get your $55 million watch bands. Only $15.
4: <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, dear.
1: Oh, right. Um, and... Last of all, but not least, uh, also from Mac Jim, he was asking us in a Slack room about a service he'd come across called Unroll Me by Unroll.me um, and was asking if anybody had used the, the service or the app. And this app basically is supposed to help you unsubscribe from unwanted email lists and so on. But I'll admit I'd I'd seen previously it's had some pretty bad press. The New York Times published a piece about how Uber had paid them to give them information from people who were receiving emails from Lyft. If you if you if you search it out, it's it's well they belong to Slice they belong to Slice Exactly.
0: It's a data cover. It's a data collecting company, which is providing a service to allow you to streamline the, you know, getting out of these these newsletters you you, you subscribe to. So, so of course, to do that, you need to give them access to your email account. That's not someone sitting there going through every single one. It's an algorithm working it out. And Uber wanted to pay to find out who is using Lyft. They didn't get any other information. They just basically got these people in this location are using Lyft over you. So they can start targeting advertising, <laughs> root of all evil, in that area and for those 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 markets.
1: Yeah. Well, it, um, they belong to, is uh, it Slice Data? They
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they are the people. So, uh, Slice Intelligence, that's them. But they're the people who publish these reports, aren't they, about how much people spend on Apple Kit. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: Um, but, and they, all their stuff is done through examining email. So, Receipts. Receipts, yes, they're they're receipts, but well, that's that that's these people, so it's kind of what do you expect? They're analysing your your email data and using it to build big data. Which yeah, they... a lot of
0: a lot of mail mail apps now, including Gmail, and I think Apple's latest edition of Mail have an unsubscribe button on them they already. Do. So normally it's down the bottom and it's, it's hard to find. They make it hard to find, but you we just click on the actual well, email itself. But now they're offering it at the top. Yes, I was going can
1: say on on the on my phone. Certainly on apple mail on my on my iPhone, if you get one that 's uh, from a mailing list the, at the top of the page, it says this is from a mailing list. you can unsubscribe here and there 's a button mm. um, and Apple will unsubscribe you so and i th- I think Google, as you say, have added something similar uh, i 've stopped using Google Mail now, but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, the week after I stopped using Google Mail, they announced they were going to stop uh, scanning your mail for keywords.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> it, because they're sitting there. It's are oh, my God, yeah. Simon's unsubscribed from us. What can yeah. we do? What can we do? What can we do? How can we get
1: him back? Tell him we won't be reading his mail anymore. <laughs> uh, right. Well, Carl, I think that's about it. I think we've uh, done what there is to be done for now so let me just do the usual
0: piece which is of course where can we find you uh we can get me on twitter at claw0101 you can also listen to me if you so wish over on the mac and forth show or every fortnight the here and there show ah excellent very good
1: indeed and This is, of course, the Essential Apple Podcast, and you can follow us uh, via our website, Essential Apple. You can find us on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Google+. You can always help us out with our Amazon affiliate. We have a Patreon page for anybody who likes us really, really a lot and wants to give us a bit of pocket change. A huge thank you to the patrons who already support us that way. And uh, you can find me on the Twitter as at Serenak, S E R E N A K. Uh, Mark is at Ocean Speed. You can find the show as at Essential Apple. And I think that's probably about it. So, as Carl likes to say, stay safe and goodbye. One more
0: thing, Simon, for you. Yes, go. mate. The Apple total so far revenue is up to twenty-one million dollars, and for that profit is four and a half million dollars.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's actually going to take them a moderate amount of time to make. Well, at least a weekend. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, a moderate amount of time. It take them a weekend. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that, that is actually quite interesting, isn't it? So that's what, we'd be done an hour. So let's say $4 million an hour in profit. Yeah, That's pretty good going. Yeah, if I could make $4 million profit an hour, I'd be laughing. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, Carl. It's been a blast.
0: Thank you for having me. No
1: problem. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again soon.
2: Bye. Well, that's it. We've done uh, six hours in the saddle. Absolutely amazing. Uh, really well organised, really well signposted, absolutely fantastically organised all in all. Uh, so about 7 hours overall uh in the day spent doing the event, which isn't bad, which is bad, 6 hours. Uh, but on the last 20, we went for it, something chronic, and uh, I'm not a fast rider, but we really, really did something out like, rather special. Uh, so yeah, the only downside I would say is that the sort of Aster Village is a little bit disappointing. Uh, there's a couple of food stands here, nothing really to write home about. Uh, there's no beer. Uh, I don't know what Dougie would think about drinking after an event, but there's no beer. And now, the worst thing is, we're, well I'm about 14 miles away from the hotel, and I've now got to try and navigate through London with only 16% batteries to try and get home. Yeah. I packed a power, I packed a power pack, but I didn't pack the cable. So, bugger bugger, bugger, bugger. But yeah, uh, absolutely fantastic event, highly recommended, uh, and you know, even if you're, you don't, you know, I would say, you don't have to be like an advanced cyclist at all, if you can cycle, if you can cycle 50 miles, you could do this. There was one girl today in her, in her ride. she's only been 40 kilometres, and hopefully she's made it to the end, so yeah, absolutely fantastic. Mm.
4: Hello and good evening. This is Gaz for the MyMac podcast, and we know you have your pick of high-quality downloadable audio content, and we appreciate that you choose ours. Quite right, old bean. This is Guy, and we're here to say that the MyMac podcast is the right choice to make. Intelligent, cultured, and downloaded by only the finest and most educated people. Indeed, in fact we restrict our delightful missives to only those best suited God, I can't go on with this Who are we kidding? The MyMac podcast is probably one of the most accessible shows about OS X and iOS there is Gaz, we're trying to up our reputation here Oh, shut it Listen, folks, tired of tech podcasts that talk over your head and go on too long, taking themselves so seriously, you'd think they were the ones making the product? Then you should listen to the MyMac.com podcast. At least three good chuckles per segment. If my math is right, that's about ten laughs per show. Right. Because three times three is ten. Sometimes I really wonder about you, Guy. No need to wonder where to find the podcast. Just go to iTunes and search for MyMac. Subscribe and jump into the fun. Enjoy it. Over